Hey guys, welcome to the Google Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be chatting about an amazing event that I went to recently and, and the guy who's behind it and how inspiring that I found it to be and the impact and the effect that I feel like it's had on me during the event and since it, which was only at the weekend for me, it's now Tuesday and yeah, I went on, I went on Saturday. I was going to talk about something different really, a little bit linked in terms of health and well-being, but... I'm going to leave that one until a future episode and just talk about this, why this is still sort of fresh in my head. So I went down to London on Saturday, jumped the early train down, and I went to an event by Dr. Joe Dispenser, which was called Becoming Supernatural. Some of you may have heard of him before. He is a lecturer, a researcher, an author, and an educator, and is very much driven by the conviction that each of us has the potential for greatness and unlimited abilities. And I just feel like his message and what I got out of it could potentially resonate with some people who are listening to this because, you know, a big thing for me in this podcast is to empower people is to help people uh, almost get over themselves in some ways, to be able to put away, drop behind, let go of that baggage that we've been holding on to for lifetimes, it feels like at times, doesn't it? And the things that I feel have been holding us back and finding out that there's more to us, way more to us, you know? And he is, um, Joe has educated thousands of people, helping them to sort of rewire the brain and he details how we can rewire the brain and recondition our bodies to, you know, to make lasting change. And he was saying that, you know, it's now it's scientifically proven now that the body can heal by thought alone. Now, some people might, you know, think, be maybe skeptical of that idea that we can actually heal our bodies through thought alone. But then I think we can all recognize that stress can be really detrimental to our health. And what is stress? Stress is, you know, negative emotions, repetitive emotions, repetitive negative patterns, uh, you know, things that is a stress on a body which can cause illness. So it seems very likely that actually positive thoughts can help to heal the body. And the reason why the Joe's story sort of resonated with me is because he's living proof of something like this. When he was 23, he was competing in a triathlon and he was sort of, he was on the bike part of the, the race and he was coming around the corner and then out of nowhere, sort of this SUV, which was doing 55 miles an hour, basically just hit him right from behind, tossing him right up in the air and dragging him along actually for a little bit until it, they braked and he finally sort of like tumbled for 20 yards. In that moment, he broke six vertebrae and had a bunch of compression fractures in his back. And he was basically told by the doctors and the surgeons that he would never be able to walk again. He was offered certain types of surgery, but the effects and the side effects that could have came with him didn't sound um, very appealing to him. So he sort of took the very brave decision of ref refusing that treatment. Instead, he decided to check himself out of the hospital. And he basically, as he was leaving the hospital, he had one thought going over his in his head. And that thought was, the power that made the body heals the body. So he went home and for six weeks in his mind, he would reconstruct his spine vertebrae per vertebrae. And this would take him about three hours each time without losing his concentration. And at some point along the way, something began to click. You know, his motor function started to come back and his body began to change dramatically, all through him taking this time to use the power of his mind to rebuild his back. 
Now, and he was back on his feet after 10 weeks since the accident, and then he was back training again after 12 weeks. You know, and since that day, he's basically committed to spending the rest of his life studying the mind-body connection and mind over matter. We've all heard that term, you know, whether you believe it or not, you know, mind over matter. And I think it does go in on a deep level for us the best. Maybe it's just our, some of our unconscious beliefs kind of uh, dispel it at times. And I first heard about him actually, I think it was last year when I watched a documentary called Heal. And this documentary is again showing us that the human body can heal itself, that we're not conditioned by our past, but actually through this new understanding and these new experiences that we can actually have spontaneous healing. You know, some of this stuff that I'm going to talk about in today, it might sound like it's something out of the Bible. It might sound like it's some, you know, some of the stories about Jesus healing people and some of, you know, alchemy and, and all this. Yet, I believe because of now how we're moving in a certain way with science, and we're starting to really tap into some incredible information to see what all the mystics have been saying and over the years that the mind, the world, the body, everything around us is way more amazing than we've been led to believe through society, through our conditioning. And in fact, we're way more powerful than we could ever imagine really and that sounds like quite a statement to say ever imagine, but I fully believe that, you know, and I do believe that we're the ones in control of our lives. We're the ones that shape our reality. We're the ones that are in control. Of course, we're doing things collectively, but, you know, we are. And I think if we can change that mindset from sometimes playing like the victim role, which we all have, we can all blame others for our situations. We can all say, well, this is this happened because of they did this to me or the weather's shit today and I'm not going to feel in a good mood. When it's, it's down to us how we choose to react to that. And when we can bring ourselves into a place of like our power and recognize that we're the ones that are shaping our reality, shaping our lives, there's nothing more empowering to realize that we're not, uh, it's not circumstances in our life that matter. It's how we are inside and how we project that out to the world that we can then have a phenomenal life we really, we really can. I'm sure there's going to be challenges, no matter what, and um, uh, and how sort of you know far you want on your spiritual path, self development path, how good you feel in yourself. There's always going to be challenges. You know, we're always going to lose loved ones. There's going to be tragic things that are going to happen all our lives. Yeah, it maybe doesn't have to affect us as much as we thought it did. Well, anyway, so. I went down to London, I went down to see this event, to see Joe, and I wasn't sure where it was going to be and what the event was like, and it was quite exciting for me, because normally I'll go to events or I'll go on retreats or whatever, and I'll go with my wife Ruth, or I'll go along with some friends, but this one I just went down on my own, and it felt great that, because I think sometimes when you go to something with other people, you... Um, at times maybe aren't pushed or to make an effort to meet new people as much because you're with your little, you know, you live your little crew. So it was nice for me to go down there, straight down to Houston. Thankfully, it was like two minutes walk across the road to a lovely space, absolutely incredible space, about a thousand people. And went in, found a space, made some new buddies who were just, um, I felt really aligned with, you know, one of them, it was really funny. One of them, James, next to me, he had had been practicing transcendental meditation for seven years, exactly the same time that I had. There was a lady to my left who was following a certain health protocol or was interested in that I was kind of doing at this time. And it's just really interesting how when you 
come together with sort of like like-minded ideas and beliefs that there'll be just people around you that will help to reflect that and to be there so anyway enough of that i was at the event a full day one with with joe and he kind of just took us on um, a journey and a bit of a backstory now he does one day three day five day and seven day events so there wasn't necessarily we weren't going to cram so much into this day but he was kind of given a taster for you know his research and his understanding now of how we can transform ourselves and this is why it's really important for us to come more sort of like for us to break free of our emotions and to break free of our past and to potentially change our body and to become greater versions of ourselves we need to realize that everything from our past has been etched into our brains that these these memories stay with us and they can affect us and and we can end up just living our lives our our our, to, our today's and our tomorrows and the day after are just an impression from the days before and often we can be stuck in them repetitive cycles it could be for a lifetime it could be for many years and over time it just becomes unconscious that we're doing these things and we don't even realize that we're doing it so we have all these unconscious habits that we do and you know we want to really for us to change our life and transform we want to go from the known to the unknown each day anyway just a bit more information 95 percent of what we do is through our unconscious patterns and belief you know that is huge and 70% of us, the first thing that we do in the morning is reach for our smartphones, you know, mindlessly check in, we'll, we'll get on it and you'll go on your email or you go on social media, as soon as you've done, you know, you've done Instagram, you'll jump to Facebook and then to Twitter and then to your emails and then to the news and then, oh, is that serving our best interest? I think we can all put our hands up and say, no, it's not. So that's 70% of the doing that and you know what, there's there's an amount of time when I do fit into that 70%. I'm, I'm almost like half and half sometimes in a week. I'll actually like have my phone downstairs on charge or out the way. And other times it's it's with me. So having this just to remember that I don't want to just be going through my day, creating these through these unconscious patterns. I want to be conscious of them and begin to break them. Because when you break them, when you break a habit or you become aware of a habit, a habit is no longer a habit. It becomes a choice. And then we can say to ourselves, why are we choosing to do these things? So it's interesting anyway. And then maybe once you've done your phone, you, you know, you jump from the next thing and then your head goes, right, okay, get up, go to the toilet. And then that, you go to the toilet. And then your head, it says, right, brush your teeth, do right, okay, do that. Now get in the shower, get in the shower. And as you're in the shower, your brain's telling you the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And again, you're just repeating over and over them things or they get in the car, drive to work, go to work, do this, open your emails, have lunch. And before you know it, by the time you come home and you have some tea and you watch some TV and you go to bed, read a book for a bit, you've kind of, on the whole, we've done probably 95% of the same things each day without realizing, thinking it's okay, but we're just being sort of like dragged through the day into our like, into a predictable future. And I'm becoming aware now that I don't want to go into a predictable future. I want to go into the unknown. I want to create new patterns and new experiences and go in new directions in my life. I don't want to be held back by my past. So, and the only place we can begin to do this, to change these patterns, is through the present moment. I talked about this recently in quite a few podcasts, whether it be with Louise Kay or some of the solo, other solo ones that I've done about how the ego can be running the show. I'm, I'm just basically running amok with us. You know, and unless we can center ourselves in the here and now, we'll never be able to see how transformational 
our lives can be. We'll continue to be swept up in those old patterns and creating this predictable future by doing all the things that we've previously known. So it was just nice for me. Now, I'm not going to be doing anywhere near as good a job as what Joe Dispenza did on Saturday. I'm just here to sort of just like share this. And in a way, I'm doing this for myself because often I'll go to some events and I'll make some notes and then the notes will just go in the bottom drawer and I'll just like just leave it. And, and then about six months later, I'll pick it up and throw it in the recycling. Yeah, this is good for me because I've sat down and I've rewrote the notes out and now I'm recording it. So it feels like it's going to go in for me even more by me doing this. And also I can listen to it again if I, if I choose to, if I, I feel like I, I'm not, I'm moving out of that place and I'm, and I'm getting back into them more unconscious patterns. And even going to the event on the day is, that is me breaking my patterns of what I would normally do on a Saturday. Even though it might seem like it's a good Saturday, which would I get up and I'd go out running, I'll come back, I might go for a sauna and then, but you know, it, it's the same things, even though I might think they're beneficial for me and they, you know, they are in many ways. It's really good to break the continuity of things and to get that shift in perspective and to be absorbed in something new. It was really refreshing to sort of be in there and do that because however far I may feel sometimes, oh, I've done a lot of stuff. It's like I'm only even scratching the surface of what is possible and it's breaking them, them patterns. But, you know, let's be honest, um, change is uncomfortable. You know, the mind will resist it for the familiar. You know, there's a lot of resistance inside of us at times and you know when the resistance comes and I'm becoming really aware of this now is that when we start to push up against our edges or people trigger us with what they say or we go to an uncomfortable event or something where we think in our mind we don't want to go, we don't want to be, we want to just retract and go to our safety of our home or the people that we normally feel comfortable around. I'm realising that those places which that pushing me to my edge, those places where I feel uncomfortable, that is exactly where I need to be. Because there's obviously blocks, there's obviously resistance there for me to, to sort of push through. And I wanna I wanna break through for the edges. I wanna because on the other side of that, that's where I think the true freedom is, the true empowerment is, is to what's that term? Freedom is on the other side of our comfort zone. And I feel like I've had it all wrong for quite a, a long time now, feeling like I just need to get everything set up right. I need to get my work set up right, my home life set up and, you know, get these certain things in place and everything will be set up. But actually it's not, you know, we all need to be constantly uh, pushing ourselves in many ways. And I don't mean in that way, like an aggressive work hard way. It just means looking at what our limitations are within us and think what would be beneficial for us now to sort of take us to the next level because... You know, people talk about growing pains and, and yeah, it is painful, but I think it's far more painful to stay still than it is if we move forward. I think the reward and do that, and most of the time we don't do it because our ego, our mind will be telling us through our, you know, conditioned old patterns that we're not good enough, we can't do that, no one will listen to us, no one will be there for us, I'm going to fail, do these things. And even though we might get an idea that we're excited about, Soon after, the mind kicks in to say, oh, you can't do that. No chance. Absolutely no chance, you know. And the the key is, is to have that will and that conviction to go, well, you know what, so what if I fail? So what, you know, there's no such thing as failing anyway. It's all learning. It's all growing. I'm going to get something from the experience. And it might be that you don't do very well the first time, but the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth time of doing something will get better and better. 
and we can prove to ourselves, prove to our mind that it was it was wrong in many ways, and and we can you know we can move through that and we can keep going. So, and Joe Dispenza is very much about sort of like how we can fire new patterns into our brain and and rewire the brain as well in that thing and you know and we don't we don't have to wait for our external environment to change in our lives i think a lot of us will say and myself included i'll go well when this happens in my life i'll be happy or when this happens it's like when this future version of now or this event happens i'll be happy and if something outside happens it'll make me happy well the thing is is you know there's always going to be crappy days isn't there there's always going to be times when the weather's coming down there's going to be times when you have disagreements with people there's going to be time when there's really negative stuff that happens we can't be waiting for our external environment to change we have to be the ones to feel empowered to make those changes within ourselves. and i have been seeking quite a lot over the past few years and and setting some key intentions and i wouldn't say it's fallen into place because I'd just say it's becoming a bit clearer for me now on how I have to go about allowing them things to come into my life, whether it's, you know, better health, um, improving on relationships, career, other areas of my life that I'm, you know, I'm pursuing, actively pursuing, but I think often at times we are actively pursuing in the wrong way we're doing it from too much in the mind too much thinking we need to change the material world when actually we have to transform our inner selves and that might sound like all you know out there or woo woo but this is what i'm finding to be true now for me and it resonates with me and it feels absolutely spot on how is this going to happen? Because if we're trapped in our minds, thinking about past events and things to do in the future, you know, we are basically experiencing the known. You know, it is in the unknown, in the you know, in this present moment that we can actually break free of those patterns and receive the healing and the wisdom and you know to create the life that we wish. So that's where it's coming for me now. Rather than feeling like, you know, I have to do all these plannings and all these actions and be like having all these visions and expectations, it's almost just bringing myself more into this present moment. And that's where we can experience your known. That's where we can change direction. That's where we're not going to be influenced as much from our past or from a predictable future that's going to be created. So I'll, I'll just share sort of, you know, I could, go, I could go on forever with this event and I, I'm just having this stream of like consciousness you know, me just dumping this onto a piece of paper and then trying to make sense of it. I'm talking to you guys, so forgive me if it's a little bit all over the show, but, and I'll put links to Joe Dispenser, I'll put links to some of the books, I'll put links to that documentary heal, just to, you know, maybe this could be, this is the first time you've heard that, you know, that we can heal ourselves through the power of our mind and we can transform our lives through that and transform other people's lives through that. And if that ain't doing good, then I really don't know what is. So one of the exercises that he, he does when we did there, you know, we had no pen and paper out there and, and it's around about setting intentions for what we wish to sort of manifest in our lives. Like I said, it could be better health. Um, it could be, you know, the new job, certain amount of money, you want to move home, you want to improve your relationships in your life. So you basically set that. So the first one could be, okay, it's going to be health. Okay. Just an example. And then you want to write down why you want this. 
So why do you want good health? Well, you want good health because you want to feel vital and you want to feel strong. You know, you want good health because you want to be able to show up and be there for people in your life because you're feeling in a good place. You know, you want good health because it's going to make you feel positive. It's going to put you in a good mood. These are the things, why, you know, setting the intention and write down. And then the key thing is, which is really important, is to create elevated emotions around it. You know, we have to imagine what it feels like now. If you want to attract them things into our life, we have to not think of them like something like in the distant future that we're going to get to at some point. We have to imagine what it feels like now. And and the reason why I love Joe Dispenza and I'm really happy to talk about him is because he does delve into the science of stuff. He, he He's living proof that you can, you can do these things, that you can transform things, that you can attract whatever you wish in your life. And he talks very much about the quantum field and when we access the quantum field, when we get ourselves into that place of feeling extremely centered, extremely heart centered in that way, we can tune into that. And when you're in that space, there's no time, there's no limitation. When we get into our place like that and we begin to say, feel grateful for what it would feel like to have greater health and to feel the joy and the happiness that we might experience in that, you know, think those feelings now. And then if we can do that and tune into that via our heart, we're actually already beginning to to transform ourselves in that moment. It's not something that's going to happen in the future. Of course, we might move closer to it, but it happens now. And by us setting that attention of what we, we want and writing down why we want it and then creating some elevated emotions around it, particularly around gratitude and happiness and, and joy and doing that through our heart, it's very possible then. Well, it, it's almost impossible for it not to happen. The only time when it, when it won't happen is when our mind comes in and shits all over it and says, no, that's not going to happen. You can't do this. But once we, we do this as an exercise and we repeat it, then we get ourselves into that state, you know, into that higher state of feeling that, then it's possible. It is, it really is possible. And just to sort of like touch on some of the stuff that's interesting, because he shares some, like, you know, people who have gone to his events, thousands of people, and they have an incredible results in terms of healing people. A lot of people get drawn to him who are maybe in poor health at times or, you know, even in wheelchairs or the blind or they've got, you know, they're almost at the end of the tether. They've got like stage four cancer. They go along to these events. And in some ways, he's like a modern day. He is like a modern day Jesus Christ. Where, but he's not doing the healing. You know, he's just showing us that within each and one of us, we have the power to heal ourselves. I really, really believe that. And he's not making out that he's some guru or he's some messiah. He's just letting us know what is actually, we already know, but he's just helping us to remember that within us all. And there was, you know, one, he was telling us about an event where there's a woman there and she she couldn't see, she couldn't see out of her left eye and it had been like that since she was three and she was, you know, an elderly lady. And she goes for, I think it was the five day event and she has some major shifts through that and at the end of it they kind of do meditations at the end of well they did it for us the end of the day so i assume that they'll do quite a few meditations and really ground this information so we're sort of living it and breathing it and then by the end of it done done a meditation and she's tapped into this innate healing quality within her and she can actually see again so she'd been on this event for five days and she couldn't see out of one eye and she hadn't been able to since she was a little kid and there and then she can see again through 
doing these transformational exercises and meditations and there was someone else there as well there was a guy who had stage four cancer he literally had tumors all over his body the doctors had basically said to him you know you need to go home and there's not much more we can do for you You need to just say your goodbyes and stuff and something inside him was saying no you know so he's gone to it joe's event and he's gone through the exercises and he put himself through it and he has healed himself Every single tumour in his body has evaporated. He goes for tests after the event. Doctors cannot believe that he's got no cancer whatever throughout his body. He has made that shift in himself. He's healed himself. You know, we talk about the placebo effect and how powerful the mind is and science supposedly can't, you know, sum it up why the placebo, but it's real and it's true. So, you know, and this, you know, I'm not going to try and make out that everyone that goes to these events is healed because they're not. I think Joe Spencer says he has something like, you know, a 38% um, success rate with people. But isn't that phenomenal? For me, it's hugely transformational to think that if we can through ourselves, through our minds and put ourselves in that state like Joe did, you know, he broke six vertebrae, compressed fractures all over his back, wasn't going to walk again through the power of his mind. He healed himself. He's now sharing this with other people and other people are healing themselves from horrific injuries, from terrible diseases in the body, from disabilities. He is showing people the way to do this. So just another thing that I just want to touch on with this and that's... Um, which is I found really interesting. We talked about this experiment that they did with people learning to play the piano. They took two groups. One group was the was trained to two hours a day in front of a piano to play the keys and to learn the notes and to play some tunes. The other group didn't have any piano in front of them and they were just there to use their mind and their imagination to learn to play the piano. Anyway, after two weeks, two hours a day, the people who had been learning to play the piano were showing great promise and they were doing well. They were able to play some songs. But the amazing thing is the other group who weren't actually in front of the piano and were just doing it in the mind, it showed that they'd made just as much progress in learning to play the piano and when they were in front of it as the group who were doing it for for real and i'm using for real in inverted commas so what does that go to say that you know how powerful the mind is and even this is like dripping into um into mainstream um you know the more like i hear about footballers who before they go to bed at night they'll be visualizing the day after they'll be visualizing themselves scoring a goal they'll be visual like putting themselves in that state of if they've got a pressure moment putting the ball down to score a penalty and there's a player for Liverpool called James Miller and he said something very sort of zen in a way and when he steps up to take a penalty and he often ends up taking them like last minute, 94th minute, 93rd minute, he's done about a lot recently. He's got 50,000 people around him, there's millions of people watching online and on the TV and he's got the away fans like cheering him on, booming and stuff. Yet he said something like, you know, what I do is... I take a breath, I center myself, I just remember the amount of times, I've, all the practice that I've done, I've trained for this, I've done this, and he's imagining it, it's going, and he's got a phenomenal rate of scoring, always puts it in a different corner, basically the other way to the goalkeeper, you know, all because he was able to sort of like center himself, move himself into this moment, rather than get caught up with his external surroundings. So just some of these stories, just that, that they share, these things like show that it's possible, 
And I think it's the amazing thing is when we hear about people who have like stage four cancer and heal, people who've had been blind for their entire lives and then showing that they can see again, these stories that we start to hear and these are real, they really are, they're truly real. When we start to hear these, we begin to change our beliefs because most of us do not believe that we could just heal ourselves from cancer in the in course of a few days or we can become we can get our vision back. We kind of just don't believe it. So these stories are helping us to change the beliefs. Because our beliefs shape our reality, what we believe is, you know, what we will see in the world, and see even ourselves. So this is a really transformational time that we're living in. We're believing that, or beginning to see, or have been seeing now for decades, that there's other possibilities, there's other stuff. You know, I've talked in other podcasts about my belief about reincarnation and and have it through my me having regressions and, and me tapping into different lifetimes and even hearing about future lifetimes that are gonna have and that I believe that we have a soul that exists beyond this space and time. So because I believe them things, this stuff kind of just goes well with it all because if I believe that, you know, whether Joe Spencer talk about the quantum field or pure consciousness or higher dimensions or going back to spirit i believe um in this stuff then the power of it because if this all is just a dream that we're living in anyway now and it is just a game and we're kind of the the leading men and women of our lives and and we will at some point go back to spirit once we depart this life then why the hell wouldn't this stuff be believable for me it's like of course it's bloody believable the you know, it's crazy that we actually believe some of the the, limit, the limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves. That seems to be the crazy thing once we start to tap into this stuff. So anyway, I don't want to go on for too much longer because, you know, I'm probably just like rambling. But I do want to talk about the guided meditation that we did at the end. Now, I'm sharing this now because without a doubt, I experienced something towards the end of this meditation that I have never felt before in my entire life life i believe that i had the greatest heart opening i have ever ever experienced so the lights go down there's a thousand of us in this room joe puts on some um music in the background which is very much to sort of put us into like a i think it's a theta brainwave state which is where it's like very restorative very healing and then he's talking over that and his voice kind of changes, and I think he does that for a very particular reason. Not that I know why, but he does. The meditation lasted for about 30 minutes. And he wants us to, for us to be able to get out of our heads, the predictable futures and the what we know that's come before us and thinking about the past and the mind saying this, we've got to go here. Right? What he wants us to do instead is to focus beyond ourselves and go into like infinite space. You know, and feeling all that space around us, and imagine how far we can go, like out of it and out of our body. So it's almost like you can feel yourself softening in that way. And he would say, anytime that you know your mind chirps in, which it does for me, like it was saying to me, you need to get your train soon. Make sure you don't you bloody miss your train. And when you get on your train, you need to do this. I'm like, right, hang on, okay, thanks for that. I don't need that right now. Just to bring myself back and center myself. But it was really helpful just to be thinking about the space beyond me and the infinite space, this infinite void that exists, you know, into infinity and just putting myself into there. And what was beautiful at one point, this isn't the most transformational thing, but it was, this was very beautiful. 
And that was, I started to feel my body dissolve. The feeling of, of feeling like everything's so like solid and, you know, all of that. Instead, I just felt as if it was just literally dissolving and I was dissolving into space. So things just softened for me. And then after a while, we've, once we've been focusing on the space outside of us, he wants us to focus on our heart center, feel the beat in our heart, focus on that place, on that thing, because that's where we believe, that's where the true healing comes from, through our hearts, not through our heads, that, that powerful center that we've got. But this is what really clicked for me, because he would be saying to us, you know, we might, it might feel uncomfortable at times. And this is where I touched on before about us, go into our edges and often resisting our edges, resisting what's uncomfortable to us because we want to go back to the familiar, go back to the known. Yeah, that's where at times, you know, we don't we don't make the transformation that we want to do. And in the past, I know for me, if I've been doing something, whether it's a meditation or doing something that made me feel uncomfortable, I've wanted to run away. And, and at some point in this one, I did kind of just want to like open my eyes and take a stretch and get up and, and go out the room because it started to feel uncomfortable with me. But he would say to me, right, when that happens, just keep bringing yourself back to your chest. Keep bringing yourself back to your heart. Focus on that. You know, and at this point, like my body was starting to wake, like my parts and my shoulders and my back and my legs. It was becoming to be really uncomfortable. But because he was saying, this is what it might be feeling like, just keep bringing yourself back, bringing yourself back. And then, all of a sudden, with all this discomfort in my body, and how I was feeling, and I'm like, is this even bloody working? But then I just keep on trusting what he was saying, bringing my back, and then all of a sudden, I felt this wave of energy that I cannot even... Oh, I'm feeling it now, just saying it, it's amazing. I felt this energy in me and it came from my heart and it was like as if I was just lit up like a light bulb from the inside. It was truly electric. It was like this an explosion of energy in my heart center that literally was sending shockwaves around my entire body. All that discomfort that I was feeling, all that irritability and that pain, it was now replaced with what I can only describe literally as pure love like absolute pure love and that emotion was so it was so strong in me and I've never felt honestly I've never felt that that power that really was phenomenal power before literally in that moment like tears started streaming down my face and in the past you know we might have tears of sadness we might have tears of pain this was absolute tears of joy I couldn't believe what I was releasing couldn't believe what I was feeling and it was kind of feeling like I was finally beginning to surrender and just allow things to be open for me. And, oh, I, you know, I came out of that space and that was kind of the end of the workshop. And I was in such awe and wonder for what had just happened. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life to go to that event. I booked it six months ago and I booked the train tickets in advance. So it was like me just getting up on Saturday morning and going to this without realizing the hugely transformational effects it would have for me. And and there's a part of me saying, oh, right, I need to get into the next one and do this, but oh, I'm just going to sit with this for a while and just be like, wow, and keep absorbing this. And it's interesting. I, I had a similar feeling again this morning at the end of my meditation. It wasn't as intense, but it was just that rush of energy. And wow, I'm telling you, when we were in there as well, like I remember I opened my eyes at the end of the meditation and there was people around who must have felt the same thing and I could see them as well they were very emotional they were like 
oh, you could feel the weight, the lifting. And I reckon in that room, the amount of energy that was coming off us, we could have literally powered the, the grid of London for a good hour or two because it was literally electric in there and oh, it was amazing. And that's why I think it's so good to go to events, to get involved in workshops, to go to these things, take us out of the familiar, put us into the unknown for a little bit to experience something transformational. And, and that's what I got. And to do that, I was just like, wow, amazing. You know, and it it does makes me realize that freedom from pain that we're going through, it's only possible when we push up against that pain. You know, we have to go to our edges. We have to go through it, you know, and when we push through, get to them edges in life, you know, we it's that's when we get the question, that's when we get it in our mind. It's, are we going to be brave enough to face them, to go into the unknown, to go into the unfamiliar? Or are we going to retreat back into the known and what we know is and, and what's comfortable? I'm just talking from my experiences and I'm saying that the transformation comes is on the other side of our comfort zone. That's where we are now. So you know what? I'm going to leave it there for today, guys. I've really enjoyed just reflecting on my event that I went to and I'll leave links to stuff and I'll see you again for the next episode soon. And until next time, have a good one. Mm-hmm.